Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Chip Off the Old Block, the premier podcast featuring all things potato chip. My name is Mike Tanner, and I am your host. And today, I want to talk to you a little bit about how the podcast came to be, what we're going to be doing over the coming episodes, and also a little bit about this particular episode. So, Chip Off the Old Block began with a dream, and I don't mean some sort of uh, concept where I was sitting somewhere and I had a dream about something. I literally had a dream. People who know me know that I uh, have a few podcasts, podcasting over the years, and it's a, a, a medium that I really, really enjoy. And so one night I woke up from a vivid, vivid dream where I was the host of a podcast about potato chips called Chip Off the Old Block. And I woke up and I laughed and I laughed and I posted on Twitter and I laughed and I laughed and then no one really laughed. A lot of people said, I would absolutely listen to a podcast about potato chips. And the more that I thought about it, the more I realized that I would love to make a podcast about potato chips. The first thing that people sort of said was, how are you going to have a podcast about potato chips? How can you have these conversations that are going to last for more than a couple of minutes or be remotely interesting on the topic of potato chips? Well, we're going to see. Here are some of the ideas we're going to be doing as the podcast goes on. We will do blind taste tests. We will have guests come on and talk about their favorite flavors, their favorite brands. We'll have guests talk about some strange and interesting things that they do with potato chips, such as today's guest. We will have uh, some discussions about the periphery of the chip world. We may have an occasional episode where we talk about cheesies. We may, despite the fact that this is a potato chip podcast, discuss the wide array of corn chips available to individuals. And if we really go crazy, we might even talk about popcorn. So here's the way that the podcast is going to be laid out. Each week, we are going to have a guest or a series of guests that are going to talk about one of these things. So one week, we may be deciding uh, what is the best barbecue chip in the world. I already know the answer, but I'm interested to see what other people think. We might discuss the idea of rippled chips versus regular chips and why one of those is terrible. We might talk about some different flavors. We might talk about dips. We might talk about a whole bunch of different things. We might talk about how people without teeth eat potato chips. And yes, there is a whole episode that will be designated to this particular topic. The idea is I want to have conversations around things that we love. And honestly, we love potato chips. I put out a call to people saying, I know that a few people have mentioned they might want to be a guest. They might want to co-host an episode. I just want you all to get in touch with me so that I can compile a solid list. And I have about 25 to 30 people and counting in the last week who've said, I would love to talk about potato chips. We will hopefully talk to some actual potato chip companies. Uh, we will talk to some people who have created one of the, I think, most interesting potato chip. No, I'm going to say the most interesting potato chip uh, hashtag of all time, especially if you're a Maritimer, you'll be familiar and you'll probably already know what I'm talking about. But the idea is that each week we are going to give you an in-depth conversation, something you can sink your teeth into about potato chips. Now, I love potato chips 
And I, I have obviously over the past few days talked to a lot of people that do as well. And what I want to say is this. If you have questions, if you have comments, if there's something you'd like us to talk about, please reach out and interact with us. The more you can rate and review, and yes, I'm winning podcast bingo by making sure we mention rate and reviewing. Um, the more you can rate and review this podcast, especially on iTunes, it really drives up uh, where we get listed, how people can find us. And also the fact of the matter is I want to hear what other people have to say about potato chips. Uh, I am in most cases going to take as much of a backseat as possible to my guests and to these conversations because this is all about how you enjoy the greatest snack food that has ever been created. With that, let's open a bag. Hello. Hello, Sam. How's it going? I'm not too bad. How are you? I am doing very well as well. I am glad that you are doing very well. Since I have now introduced you as Sam, why don't you go a little bit further with introducing who you are? Where are you from and what do you do? All right. I am Sam Sperlin. Uh, I'm originally from Southeast Michigan, but I'm living in Northern Virginia now. And what do I do? Uh, I am uh, an org design consultant working for a company called The Ready. Excellent. And how long have you been doing that, by the way? Um, I've been at The Ready now for a little over three years. Um, yeah, I think that's right. Doing a little quick mental math. About three years uh, at The Ready doing this org design stuff. Okay. And so your basically your job at this point is to work with companies to basically help them redesign and, and come up with ways that make their companies work better. A, a good description. I think, you know, the way I usually talk about it is we generally work with often extremely large and, and very frequently old organizations who have a sense that the way they are working isn't working anymore and are interested in, in doing something differently and not necessarily just doing a reorg, which is often the default reaction of any company that is feeling like it needs to do something differently, but actually looking at um, the way they, they actually work. And we come in and try to help them um, work through that. So you would say that in general, you're pretty good at having some innovative ideas to do things and that people think you have some, some generally good ideas. Would that be fair to say? I, I am, I, I am seeing your setup from a mile away. I suppose, you know what? I suppose so. You could say that sometimes um, I've been known to kind of go my own way and not care too much about what other people think about me. Okay, and, and to be fair, you have traditionally, one of the things I've always loved about knowing you for the last, I've probably known you actually for about two years now online, is that you're very good at tracking information and, and, and studying things to a certain extent. So how many, what, what is the rough percentage of the people that you have told what you are about to talk about <laughs> who have thought that that is a good idea? You know, that's hard to say because the reaction that I would say happens the vast majority of the time, the knee-jerk reaction is disgust 
And then it seems to be this type of idea where once you get past that initial reaction uh, and you let it marinate for a second, you realize that it's incredibly obvious and incredibly smart and just a really good all-around idea. And usually people will come around to my side. Now, so I continuing to go I down. Thing of not answering your question, by the way. No, I, I'm good at I, that. I like it too. <laughs> I really enjoy the fact that you sort of worked your way around it. So I will continue down this path before we dig into it. How many people who have marinated the idea and have thought, okay, I think this is maybe a better idea than I thought at my first knee-jerk reaction. How many of those individuals, percentage-wise, have ever implemented this particular idea? It's a good question. Uh, I admittedly am not necessarily around them all the time when they are uh, embarking on this idea. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say probably less than half. It's one of those things where there's a difference between just agreeing that it's a, a decent idea or at least not crazy and then actually doing it yourself. Okay. So I will admit that I think I am going to try your idea tonight. Um, okay. Because I do a, a board game night every Thursday night with my best friends. And we usually have some snacks available to us. Um, okay. So I think I'm going to try this. So why don't you tell us how you like to eat potato chips? Okay, I will do that. And I, I have to stipulate it's not all potato chips. This totally uh, approach is specifically for just regular plain potato chips. Doesn't necessarily have to be any specific brand, although I'm a big fan of, of ruffles are pretty great uh, to do this with. But the simple idea that we've really built up here is simply <laughs> dipping your potato chips in ketchup. That's all. Now, simple. I, beautiful. I have it. It's, it's beautiful. It makes perfect sense. The first, when you first explained this to me, my first thought was, well, we have waffle fries, which yeah. are really just thick potato chips. Thick, and we, hot potato chips. Thick, hot potato chips. And we, and we <laughs> that might be the name of this episode, thick, hot potato <laughs> chips. So we, we already sort of do this. We've already agreed as a culture that taking a potato-based product and dipping it in a tomato-based product is an okay idea. Yep. But... It does seem strange to me. How did you come across this? Like, when is the first time? Like, is there someone who showed you this, or did you just go, you know what? I love experiments. Let's give this a try. How did it? <laughs> how did it come to pass that you put potato and tomato together in this way? You know, I don't know the specific situation, but I have a decent idea. You ever go to a restaurant, usually for lunch, and you order, um, you know, a cheeseburger or hamburger, some sort of sandwich? And they give you a side of potato chips instead of French fries, which mm -hmm. I, I understand this whole podcast is about potato chips. But given uh, all things being equal, I'm going to have a plate of French fries over a plate of potato chips. So oh, I'm 100%. sure at some, at some point in my, in my childhood, I was presented a plate with some sort of food on it and a pile of potato chips when what I really wanted was French fries. So instead of uh, complaining, I just made do with what I had. So I took ketchup, which I was probably very excited to be putting on my French fries, and just mm -hmm. went ahead with that plan, even though the food item uh, presented to me was maybe not your first choice for ketchup. 
So took those potato chips, dipped them in ketchup, and uh, the rest, as they say, is is history. So obviously, you're someone who thinks that ketchup and potato chips go together. Is that correct? That is that it would be fair to say. Now, here's a question. How do you feel about ketchup potato chips? <sighs> That's a hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, first of all, the only place I've ever seen ketchup potato chips is Canada. And I don't, this is a whole different episode that you're going to have to go really deep with somebody on. I don't understand (laughs) why Canada has like this huge array of exotic potato chip flavors. And in the U.S., we have just like your standard barbecue plain, maybe like some sort of ranch flavor. I guess don't understand what is so different about our two countries that we do not get that same access to <laughs> weird flavors that you all do. Uh, well, and that's it's funny whole, because whole thing. see, I have people who have traveled the world who said, I can't believe you guys don't have this flavor or that flavor in Canada. Um, yeah. Because they've gone to other countries and been like, why can't I get a potato chip with these particular flavors? So, so in the States, so I, I haven't, I admittedly haven't been to the States in quite a while, but, and I honestly don't remember eating that many potato chips when I was there, but (laughs) so in Canada, we do have a pretty wide array. So like Lay's or Ruffles, we have like, I mean, I would guess in my local store, there's probably anywhere from eight to 12 flavors, ketchup being, and and that's just that particular brand. Like we've got, you know, several other brands who have a wide variety of of flavors. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. We've stressed that ketchup chips seem to be a Canadian thing versus an American thing. Yep. But I have. But had how them, do you feel I, about ketchup chips? Yeah. So I, I, I'm pretty sure I've had them. I used to spend a, a good amount of time in Canada as a kid. I don't remember liking them. Uh, and I think it's because the whole dipping the chips in the ketchup thing, it's not just about flavor. It's also about texture. And you're missing right. out on that wet, dry texture if you're just getting some ketchup flavor powder on top of the potato chips, which is, frankly, it just it sounds disgusting when you put it that way. And it's funny, I don't like, I do not like ketchup potato chips. Now, I will stress that I certainly eat potato chips, ketchup potato chips. If that is the potato chip that is available, I'm probably going to eat it. But I don't like them because they add... To me, the, the flavor of it actually adds a spice that's not really in ketchup mm. as much. Like ketchup, you can get spicy ketchup, but ketchup potato chips are, I find them a little bit spicy. Um, yeah. Which is, which is strange to me. So you... I was just, I, I was just going to say the other, the other aspect of it, I didn't realize I had this much to say about ketchup and potato chips. But the other we aspect talked about this before. It. Before we got on the air, you were like, <laughs> I don't think we can last as long as you think about potato chips. And I was like, <laughs> you're so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were right on that. Uh, the, the other <laughs> thing I was going to point out is that when you're, when you get to do the dipping yourself, you get to regulate the amount of ketchup that you're putting on each individual chip. So if you have a small kind of broken shard of a potato chip, you can just kind of a, a slight scrape across the top of the ketchup and you just get a little bit of that, that, that ketchup flavor. If you have a big, a big chip, you can really take a good scoop. Or if you're just not really feeling it again, you can just kind of get like the essence of ketchup on it. If you have ketchup flavored potato chips, 
that decision has already been made for you and there's nothing you can do beyond just like trying to scrape it off. And at that point, you're just a total weirdo about how much ketchup you're going to get. Are you uh so we'll talk potato chips first, but then in general, are you a dipper of other sorts? Like, are you a chip and dip eater? Like, is that oh, something yeah. you like or? Yeah. I mean, chips, chips are delivery vehicles for interesting dips. Like that's all they are. Right. <laughs> it's funny. I often like one of the reasons I like certain brands of chips, like my, my favorite brand of chip is a uh, kettle brand. And they yeah. make a ruffle chip that is like almost unbreakable so that if you're using it as a dip delivery system, you can be like, look, I can get as much on here as I really want because well, there's there nothing that annoys better? me more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, well, now there's a chip in the dip. So my options are just scoop this up with my hand like a lunatic or or try and use the next chip. And the worst is like, I've done this before where you're like, okay, I've broken a chip off. I'll use this next chip to get that part of chip and a little bit of dip. And then you're like, okay, well that chip broke. So now I just right. have like a lineup now. of pieces of chips <laughs> and I'm just like, well, now I just have to, I just have to do this. So yeah, are, just, are you a you're dipper? You're just yourself a chip lined hole at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, look, we're going to build a tranche of chips throughout this dip and then we're going to deal with it from there are you a dipper of most foods or are you someone who likes your stuff soft already i i think i like having control over over things so i'm going to dip like i'm not i'm not going to go seek out some sort of dip if it's not you know a normal part of the meal but if there's a an obvious dip that's going to go with something i'm i'm all about that don't don't drizzle it over the top for me unless we're talking pancakes i'm not going to dip pancakes in syrup because that's just monstrous um my kids but i am pancakes in syrup but it's because they are incapable as humans to not make a disastrous (laughs) mess if they do it so but other than that i agree fully (laughs) yeah I, i think it's interesting based on what you do like on the on the idea that you're like, look, organizational development, sort of strategy around controlling things, the fact that you do experiments, like sort of on your own personal life and with companies, yeah. that one of the main things you've talked about throughout this discussion, which is a simple discussion of like dipping a potato chip in ketchup, but what you've talked about throughout the whole thing is the amount of control that you have over the the individual piece of flavor like it's sort of like regulating the process and sort of getting to decide if you want more or less flavor um we're we're getting we're we're also getting into the realm of uh you know conversations with my therapist around uh uh, pathological (laughs) need for control (laughs) so i so i have a follow-up question that is on the periphery of chips because we've one of the things i've talked to people about this podcast going forward is that there will be conversations. We will include cheesies briefly at some point, all those sorts of things. Wait, but did you say cheesies? What's a cheesy? Cheesies. Are you not familiar with cheesy or cheese puffs? Okay, cheese puffs, yes. But I've never heard so, them called cheesies. So not the not the balls, but the like the long tubes? Yeah, okay, yeah. The ones that so, oh, this is inappropriate. They kinda look like goose poop? Yes. Hundred okay. percent. So okay. orange goose poop. <laughs> Um, okay. in Canada are off, are typically referred to as cheesy. Um, hmm. I okay. think it will have to do with the brand that are, it's like the Kleenex of, of right. potato puff products. Okay. Um, okay. So, but anyways, so this has to do with popcorn. 
So I'm going to get briefly into popcorn, mm-hmm. although generally we're okay. going to keep popcorn out of this chip conversation. Sure. When you go to a theater, mm-hmm. do you order popcorn? Let's start with that. Absolutely. Okay. What do you do with your popcorn? What is your popcorn regimen at the theater? I will occasionally put the melted butter on it if I'm feeling some feeling kind of saucy. Uh, but otherwise I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit in the movie theater and eat that popcorn with my hands like a human being. Are there other options? Well, I mean, do you get the different like powders? Like, do you buy the sour cream and onion or ketchup or all those kind of things? Get that, get that garbage out of here. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm, I'm usually a butter person. I'll just put some butter on it, eat it that way. One thing I will say that I do that is strange with popcorn, which was taught to me by someone, and it is quite good, is I will buy a bag of M&Ms and dump the bag of M&Ms into the popcorn. And they get a little bit more treat. Yeah, you're just like, it's like a trail mix of pleasure uh, that you occasionally get. But, uh, you know, I was wondering, it's interesting. Like, I was wondering if you would be someone who would get... I, you know, again, we're playing therapist here. It all goes back to the aspect of control that you have. I would think that you'd be like, well, I can't put this powder on because how am I going to regulate how much powder is on the top? Is there even powder distribution throughout the whole popcorn? Yeah, I think we've uncovered right. some things through this work here today, Sam, that it might go deeper I than think- than. Yeah, I've been I've been taking notes. I'm gonna have to bring it to my next session. I just want to point out though, actually, the last time I was at the movie theater, I did get powder on my popcorn because my girlfriend wanted powder on the popcorn, and I'm a gentleman, and I didn't make well, a big fuss about it. That's that's you know that's obvious. I mean, there are. <laughs> I often I will say this like I will I will not typically eat chips and dip around my wife. Because I'm basically like, I don't want to, her to see what an animal I am when I, when I have dip presented to me. Because basically, like you, I'm like, look, this potato chip is a spoon. It is a thing yep. that allows me to get dip from this bowl into my mouth without eating it like a dog. Um, yep. So I, I tend not to. Like, if there's a dip and my wife's around, I do the, like, just dip the chip in at a perfect 90 degree angle. Like don't angle it. Don't scoop. Just mm. like, yeah, just some flavor. You just want a hint um, of that dip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I just want a hint. And then, you know, on game night, it's like, all right, <laughs> if anyone touches this, this container of dip, I'm probably going to murder you. <laughs> I think based on, you know, how much time we sort of allotted, I think we're, we're just about up. Is there anything you want to say to the people of Canada who are mo- going to be mostly our listeners? about potato chips or your potato chip experience? Oh, man, putting me on the spot. No, I don't think so. I guess I admire your country. I admire the innovation, the the flavor innovation that you all uh, embrace in in your chips. And uh, I'll leave you you with one final thought. It's something that I've been doing recently is I've started dipping potato chips in mayonnaise. I will I will actually say that I have a hundred percent done this before. And I think it's a great, yep. great idea. You know, oh, I will ask you one more question. I know we have just a couple more minutes here. Sure. So typically you take plain potato chips and you dip them in ketchup. And you take potato chips and you dip them in dip. Do you ever dip flavored potato chips into a dip? 
You know, I nothing is coming to mind because I think when I'm presented with a plate or a bowl of plain potato chips, they feel like they are lacking something, and that's when you know the ketchup gets broken mm-hmm. out or the mayonnaise. But when I'm presented with a a flavored chip, the part of my brain that that wants dips gets just doesn't get activated. I feel like it is a just complete unit in itself. Yeah. They've handled this. Everything is done. I will say that I am a big fan. Usually I just do plain potato chips because I love the just simple salt cut with whatever the flavor yep. is of the dip. Uh, but I will say that I am a big fan of flavored Doritos uh, mm. with a with a dip. Just as long as you mm. pair the dips properly. One thing I would suggest that feels not to indulgent. do. It's pretty. It's like look. It's been a week. We need to really <laughs> amp up our game. Uh, yeah, one thing not, I will we're, recommend. We're not tricking anybody here. This is not a health, uh, a health <laughs> meal. No, 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 no. At no point are you going to go, you know what? I think that the best thing for today for me personally in my body is this thing. <laughs> uh, the only thing I will stress is if you're going to go Doritos with a dip is that you avoid the extreme dill pickle Doritos with dill pickle dip. Oh, because it's basically oh, like that's the you... most Canadian thing I've ever heard someone say. <laughs> those I, those I, are I, not even I, flavors that I've ever seen, either a dip or a chip uh, in those flavors I, in the U.S. I think you could find them. I think if you look, you find these not things. I think the part of I think part of it is that you're just not trying to expand your horizons. You're a that's you're true. a simple man set, who has mastered your craft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So well, I, want, I want to thank you very much, Sam, for, uh, for being on today. I've really enjoyed the conversation. And tonight, in honor of my American friend, I shall attempt a plain potato chip with ketchup. Thank you. Uh, it was truly an honor to discuss potato chips for half an hour with you. And uh, I, I know I, I'm just going to go throw it out there. Maybe you should call the, the plain potato chip with the ketchup. You call it a, call it a Sam chip. Oh, the Sperlin special. The Sperlin special. That's right. I, I'm the tonight. I shall have the Sperlin special. <laughs> Thanks Excellent. a lot, Sam. Yeah, take care. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for joining me for the very first episode of Chip Off the Old Block. I have been so excited at how much people have encouraged me to go through with this project, and. It really has been a lot of fun getting started. I want to thank Sam Sperlin for being the very first guest on the podcast. If you want to follow Sam on social media, you can find him on Twitter and on Instagram at Sam Sperlin, S-P-U-R-L-I-N. Speaking of the socials, there is only one place that you can find the Chip Off the Old Block podcast. And unfortunately, due to someone who registered the name and never posted anything, which is my least favorite social media trick, you cannot find us where you would think you would find us. You can, however, find us on Instagram at Potato Chip Podcast. Um, We will have our posts about what we're trying out. I'll have some info on some new and delicious potato chip flavors. And that's where you can find out what we've actually been up to. The other things... A little bit of house cleaning. 
Number one is obviously the normal rate and review us on iTunes uh, because it is one of the easiest ways for us to get into people's feeds. But the other thing is to interact with us. I would love to know if you have something you'd like us to cover on the podcast, whether it's a particular type of chip, whether it's a flavor, whether it's a brand. Would you like us to have some sort of great taste test off? You know, what is it that you're seeking from this? One of the things that Sam talked about and that Sam and I talked about was this idea that it would be hard to come up with uh, a weekly 20 minutes of conversation about the topic of potato chips. And honestly, I don't think it's going to. There's a lot of different uh, ideas that I have about what I'd like to do, but I'd also like to see what people want to talk about. So whether it's, well, whatever it is, we'd like to hear from you. So you can reach out at Potato Chip Podcast on Instagram. And thank you very much for tuning in. And we'll talk to you very, very soon.